Ladies and gentlemen, geeks and girds. People who get it, get it. Your language is spoken here. God bless the geek. They're listening. You're consuming. You're watching over your ears. Oh, just listen. This is the Geek Speak Show. Please make a note of it. Your source for what's happening in geek culture. The Geek Speak Show is powered by Henry San Miguel, Rachel Rosselli, Joel Japitana, and proudly by GeekTyrant.com, Collider.com, Ramascreen.com, Mightyville.com, and Zergnet.net. Are you ready? This is the Geek Speak Show. Oh, yeah. What is this yeah. thing in front of me? Yeah. Shut up, Joel. Uh. Welcome to the Geek Speak Show. We're all here. Rachel's here. Joel is here. Yeah, they say my name now in the intro. Oh, yeah. Oh, you do feel special. It's September, baby. He is special. He wrote this short yellow spaceship to school and everything. Um, I was going to say, let's kick off right where we pick up, right where we left off last time. Let's talk about Star Wars. I didn't put the music in. But, oh, okay. Okay. Um, I'm okay with this. Yeah. Well, yes and no, because I'm sure you read it while we were on our break, a month-long break. We are diving right into it. Bunch of rumors came out concerning Star Wars Episode Seven because I know everybody has a source and everybody mm. knows. Uh, Latino the review. One, <laughs> the biggest one. That's actually the biggest one that I, I wanted to talk about. But the biggest one to me was it may be moved. The, the release date may be moved to Christmas around Christmas of 2015. Hey, that's a Christmas gift for See, you. See, that worried me at first, and I was all like, oh my gosh, like if they keep pushing it back, are we going to go another year? What's going to happen? But then when they had celebrations still set for April, I, I don't know that that's going to get pushed back because the whole point is to kind of have them right after each other. See, my my thought when I first read that, I read it on Collider and on Geek Tyrant, it was, no. First of all, JJ, you're one of us. You you were probably in the theater when I, you know, with me. He's only like four years older than I am. But he's probably in the theater when it, uh, it wasn't ep- uh, episode four. It didn't have a Roman numeral. It was new, A New Hope. Mm-hmm. When we were watching that. Okay. The date, May 25th, May 16th, somewhere in May, uh-huh. means something to Star Wars fans. Right, Rachel? Mm-hmm. Especially not, not just because it's your birthday. Been. But that's I know, it's tradition. That's birthday. where it comes out. You're going to you're gonna have to tell me what's up with May. <laughs> it's um, her birthday. I just said it. It's it's no talk yeah, about Star Wars. Star Wars. It's May the Fourth be with you. Oh, it's my birthday. Oh. It's the release of all the movies. You can't you can't mess with this. Yeah, it's tradition that it comes out in in May. May May fifteenth, yeah. May sixteenth, somewhere around there. May nineteenth was episode one. Yes, I know these things. That and I have the poster <laughs> right in front of me. Um, <laughs> He's not lying. But you can't move. Well, you can because you know who are we to tell JJ no? But you can't move it just. Because we're expecting it already. That and also, you know, we're already look how we're talking about it now. May, you're telling June, me July, August, September, when we say Happy October, New Year, everything August. finally wow. three months to go until episode seven. You're telling me now that we have to wait a whole year still, half a year, half a year until December to watch episode seven. Well, that because like, JJ's changing it up. This uh, is the JJ. Line, it's about to be good. That's all I gotta say. This this, this better be good. If you're this better do not it. be a remake of Empire Strikes Back or anything like that. Which, it's by the way, not. which, by the way, leads me, and I think you've mentioned this a few times on the show, Rachel. Some of the rumors are uh, the casting rumors, and there's going to be a couple of people. Chloe, our friend Chloe Moretz, she's she's talked about being one of the one of the kids, one of the solo kids. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen because they they are not going to follow the books. No one ever follows books unless What's you're actually book? doing an adaptation uh, like <laughs> the Harry Potter stuff, like that. All the stuff that's in the extended universe, it's going to stay there. They're not going to follow the books. I can guarantee you that. However, 
having seen Into Darkness now, I don't know. Because <laughs> JJ and Company, they do kind of tend to copy but things now. The, the casting calls were already put out for a young female, uh, uh, or a teenage female, a teenage male, and then a young adult male and whatever. Like, it, they already had the stuff set up for them to be there. So Pay I no really attention to the Latino behind the review, just like in The Wizard of Oz. Latino reviews. You cannot you cannot have casting calls when the story hasn't even been submitted sag wise. See, this is this we're getting behind the scenes. When when you haven't <laughs> submitted it sag wise yet or after yet, well they're both the same thing. When you haven't submitted it yet, yeah, we know it's written, but it hasn't been submitted yet. It hasn't it hasn't that it hasn't gone into production. There is another mm. website, I won't say what it is, but there's another website, a production website that tells you when productions are actually starting because that's when you reserve the space, the studio space. Nothing has been reserved yet for anything Star Wars. So because they're filming in outer space, Henry. So Come anything on. you you anything you have out there are look at all these rumors. That's all it is, rumors. No, nobody knows anything. I tweeted a couple of days ago. It feels like 1998, 1999. Oh, I know that it's this and all that. Like I said, here's our here's our rumor. Here's and I, I bet you we'll, we're going to be a thousand percent correct. All of these rumors will be dead wrong come 2015. So what if I told you the movie was already filmed already? I'm going to say right now, starting right now, what's the date? September 4th, 2013. Mm-hmm. Neither Rachel, Joel, me, and nobody on the Geek Speak show, or you mm-hmm. won't be part of the Geek Speak show, is going to spit out rumors as fact. We promise you that. Yeah, we're just hyping it up. We're just hyping it up. Yeah, like it needs it. Does it need, is everybody okay with that? Yeah, I mean, of course. No Star Wars, especially no Episode Seven rumors on the Geek Speak <laughs> show. Yeah, we don't want to get sued, you know. <laughs> you no, know, I certainly don't. But so, <laughs> speaking of Star Wars, there's some Star Wars is actually this is this is a fact, not a rumor. Okay, because I was there last Friday. Star Wars is going to invade the San Francisco Public Library branches. Ooh, yeah, the five hundred first is going to invade San Francisco Public Library branches. DK books. Lego Star Wars is all going to invade. What am I talking about? Stay right there. You'll find out exactly what the hell Henry is talking about. I like Legos. Toys for you and your eye machine. Bits and Pixels with Mark Doris. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you so much. It feels so great to be back. I appreciate it. Everyone, everyone, please simmer down. Simmer down. We've got some game things to talk about. Thank you. Thank you. So as of right now, you guys have probably heard a lot about the uh, Xbox One. Its release date has been announced for November 22nd, which, a little fun fact, actually was the same time in which the Xbox 360 was released in 2005. Now, the PlayStation 4, which comes out in November 15th, has a full two weeks, roughly, about ahead of the Xbox One. So it will be interesting to see how the Xbox One faces off against the PlayStation 4, especially with the price point at $500. But of course, that does include the Kinect sensor, where the PlayStation 4, its Kinect sensors that it has to do camera and and in-game audio and one, it is an optional buy on the side. Now, as far as the actual Connect, as it is called for the Xbox One, they have announced it's no longer needed to be attached to your console to play your games. So from this point forward, although you do have to pay for it at the time of purchase, as Microsoft says that there will be no option to buy an Xbox One and a controller and a headset without the Connect, you don't actually have to use it at this point. On the mobile side of things, the uh, Google operating system Android has released, or has announced rather, that 4.4 will be named KitKat. Now, this is a curious title, as before, all the titles have been Jelly Bean or Ice Cream Sandwich, generic names of sweets and candies. But this is the first time that their operating system actually named 
after a an existing product. Now, Google is an ad-based company and all of them know that, but this is the first time we've seen uh, an ad placement or plug for its mobile operating system. On the mobile side of Apple, September 10th has been announced to talk about well, let's be honest, we all know what Apple's most likely going to be talking about. Uh, rumors have been floating around for the iPhone 5C, the lower-cost iPhone that's made of plastic and and uh, comes in a variety of colors, in addition to the iPhone 5S, the seventh generation of iPhone that they should be releasing. In addition to that, the iPad Mini uh, 2 with Retina display, the iPad 5, all these different products have been circling around on the web for quite some time at this point. So it'll be interesting to see if Apple has anything in store for us that's more of a surprise. The leaks have been coming out left and right. Grand Theft Auto 5, the game that everyone has been uh, waiting for for quite a while, is released on September 17th, has a lot of great new features, including uh, in-game multiplayer. Now, I was reading about this on IGN's website. You can find more about that on IGN.com. But when you're playing in multiplayer, you can opt to race each other, rob liquor stores together with your friends. But this was the one that stuck out to me the most, is that if you'd like your in-game home that you've purchased, you can invite friends over to light up a joint or smoke a bong with you while watching TV shows or watching the news. Now, the news piece of it was probably the most intriguing because let's say that you're playing a game with three or four people and you invite two of those friends over and they're in your house and you guys are watching the media together, the other friends that are in game in multiplayer, you can watch news and follow that newscast on your friends. So breaking news, if you've got a friend on the other side of town who's robbing a liquor store or, I don't know, holding up a bank, you can watch on the news as your friend either makes it out alive or gets destroyed by the police. So that was extremely fascinating. A lot more things will be coming out regarding Grand Theft Auto V as we come closer to release. I know i got to pick mine up here next payday. going to go ahead and uh, pay that in full, wait in line and grab that. might actually <clears throat> call out for a few days of work just so I can get some uh, in-game play myself. But we have a lot of great things coming up with... Uh, Apple releasing its iOS 7, most likely around the September 10th area, its new Mac operating system known as Mavericks, uh, mobile devices, the update for Android, KitKat, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4 will be here sooner than you know it. But the Xbox One, although that will be taking precedence over the Xbox 360, we do know that there will still be at least 100 new games ahead to be released for the Xbox 360. Now, Microsoft has said that we're probably going to see about five more years of support for the Xbox 360. If you don't feel like you have to jump into buying Xbox One if you've got tons of Xbox 360 games like myself that you need to get through. That's it for this week, guys. Be sure to tune in next week where we have a more in-depth look at what's going to be in store for us with Apple and Android and all the other great consoles. I'm Mark. And I speak geek. Hi, this is Tara Platt, and I play Katarina on League of Legends. And this is Yuri Lowenthal. I'm Ben Tennyson on Ben 10. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to the, the Geek, geek Speak, speak show. show. You are listening to the Geek Speak Show, and we just finished talking about Star Wars. We, yes, I yes, put in again. that ban. No Star Wars boomers from now until 2015. Okay, okay. <laughs> so we are going to talk Star Wars. This is not a rumor. I, like I said, they 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 haven't been. I was there last Friday at the Marina Branch here in San Francisco, the Public Library, it's DK Books uh, in conjunction with uh, with, with the Lego Star Wars. They are invading the San Francisco Public Library for the whole month of September. It's called the Lego Star Wars Summer Reading Tour. On the line to talk about it is Nicole Germain. She's a San Francisco Public Library Portola Branch Manager and the Children's Librarian. Nicole, welcome to the Geek Speak Show. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Good morning. Good hey, morning girl. Hey. Uh, hey. So before anything, uh, we talked a little, I teased them a little bit before the break. 
but but since you're there and you're part of it, to tell everybody what is the summer tour? What is what's what's it all about? That is a fabulous question, and to tell you the truth, every single library who's hosting this program is presenting it a little bit differently. We have some freedom there. Basically, we were all, we got these great promotional materials from DK. We got a bunch of new books, like the new DK Lego Yoda book. We got some readers. I know. Who can say? We got some Lego Star Wars readers and all kinds of stuff. Oh, the Yoda Chronicles. That's the big book that we raffled off. Exciting it is. Chronicles Yoda. (laughs) That's right. Yoda loves the library. How could he not? Come on. <laughs> How do you think you got so well? So we have we also got free bookmarks and posters and activity kits and we were all given all this swag, all this stuff to do whatever we wanted with to create a fabulous program. And it's called a storytime takeover. So here at my branch, I actually did this in August and I'll be doing it again on Friday, September twentieth at three thirty. When I did it the first time, the takeover of those dark side evil forces were so hostile. They took over story time so much, I didn't even read any stories. Believe it or not, the Legos took over. (laughs) The Legos and the Star Wars components totally took over, and they just wanted to read their own stories, play with their own Legos, and we played some Star Wars tunes, of course. Took over the Legos. I want to go to this. You can come. Join us Friday, September 20th. Come on down. I made a big, you know, the thing is that I had kids of every single, I had all kinds of ages, from ages really 3 to 16, all multi-generational, multi-dimensional program. So, you know, to please everyone, I couldn't stand up there and read a little story about that would only appeal to three, the three-year-olds. You mentioned DK. Was this DK's idea or, or the libraries or both or who, who, who came up with the idea to do this? That's a good question. I'll tell you what. I found out that we were going to be getting all these promotional materials, and DK approached the libraries and sent us all this stuff and said, here, here's a bunch of stuff. If you want to do this program in your library, go for it and see how it goes. And it's also a way to promote their books. You know, DK, create, they do a lot of really great books that we have in the library system, and uh, they just really wanted to promote this. And, you know, not like we're like this big capitalistic machine that we're trying to sell books. We just want to promote the books so kids will read them. You know, we don't sell them. What? Well, so, <laughs> so it's a bizarre if, if, way it came about. <laughs> yes. If DK was approaching and sending you guys stuff, how did your library get to be the one that's like the focus of this or, or the one that everyone knows about? Oh, that's a very good question. Well, we what we have is you know we have 27 branches in the system, and oh. the person and the person in the more like the administrative office of Children's Service, Services named Katrin, she got all this material. She sent out she did a shout out to all the children's librarians and said, "Who wants to do this? Who will accept this mission?" And of course, I said, "I'll do it not just once. I'll do it twice." Because I'm sorry, you you put, we have a very busy library here in the Portola neighborhood, and we have, it's a children's library. Yeah, we help adults too. We have so many kids come in here every day, and they love Legos more than life itself, and they love Star Wars more than life itself. You put it together, you can't go wrong. So I said, oh yeah, I'll do it. that applies to me as well, by the way, the Star Wars and Legos, the two things, and forget about everything else for me. Right? Who knew? (laughs) Did you have Legos as a kid? Did you have a favorite Lego? When I was growing up, it was more my brothers, quite honestly, who were into the Legos. I mm-hmm. love Legos now more than, <laughs> more than, more than ever because <laughs> I see how happy it makes. Like I bought, I got a big set of Legos for my library for the summer, right? Just to have at my library for kids to come and play with. It's an instant program. Kids come in, they love it, and you can always connect it to books. You can say, like at my at my Star Wars Lego program, I said, okay, 
you can either play with these Legos, do whatever you want with them, or if you want a real challenge, try to create the Death Star, you know, create some Star Wars, big starship, and some kids actually did. So... What am I trying to say? Legos in the library. It's what's happening. It's a good idea. <laughs> we all love Legos. <laughs> <laughs> I love Legos. And as a kid, I certainly loved Star Wars. I was not allowed to watch TV or movies too often, but I think that was the first movie I saw in the theater. Spoken like huh. a true librarian. That's right. <laughs> no TV. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking to Nicole Germain. She's the, uh, from the San Francisco Public Library, the Portola Branch Manager and Children's Librarian. Again, Star Wars will be there September 20th at 3.30 p.m. in the Portola branch. Uh, I have a link up on our guest link section. It goes to the library page, and it will give you the whole schedule for the seven for the several branches that it's going to be at, so you whatever's close to you. Or if you want to go to all of them, you can get the schedule right there. Uh, do the tour. Do the tour. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. So, so Nicole, I, I did it this past, what was it, Friday? Yeah, Friday. This past Friday at the Marina branch, I tweeted some pictures there. Trooper Aaron as a stormtrooper was, was out there. Uh, some oh, of the librarians nice. were, were dressed as Star Wars characters. Will you said it, every branch does it differently? But will there be characters at, at every branch, or, or or no? Not at every branch. No, 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 no. Because that was one of those Only things. Only the where cool ones. We're all types That's of characters. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that Princess Leia was at Marina. Is that true? Yes, it is. Was actually, she at Marina? Yeah, Fantastic. she was. Yeah, there's different things happening at every branch, and I think as far as the characters, you kind of had to get that organized way in advance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so here, that will be happening only if my staff members and I decide to dress up. And you know, I might just do that. I might just Ooh, do that you should. Well, wait, and then, wait, wait, wait. Will you all wait. come if I dress up? <laughs> no, I was going to say, wait, wait. Everybody, everybody hold on. Okay. I'm going to offer our services. We actually are friends with uh, the 501st, which is the... Uh, the you the, are? Yeah, so we can... Get out of town. We, well, no, I like this town. But I know. we can... <laughs> We can, no, we, we can call them and see if we can get some stormtroopers, some Darth Vaders, some Boba Fets. Because uh, Rachel, she'll tell you, we, the Fets have to be there, right? They do. If you can make that happen, I think I'll I'll cry with joy. Well, we don't want to make you the cry. Kids. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, it, it is fun. I mean, it is fun while watching the kids and their face light up when when a stormtrooper walks. Especially these guys, uh, you, you've, we've all seen the five or first. They're they look like they literally walked right out of the movie, and the kids are like <gasps> with their mouths open, they're speechless. Like, wow, is that blaster yeah, for real? That is ma- That's magic. That's pure magic. Yeah. So, and you know what's really fantastic is when you connect that kind of magic to the library. Then mentally, the kids are like, "Oh man, the library is cool. I want to go to the library that all that the is time, cool. right?" We're not just houses for books anymore. Yeah, yeah, Josie. But I always remind them of the the library. I'm still still a book pusher. (laughs) I'm still a book pusher. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of it, yeah. um, I I, I like books. I saw there was there was some some contests and giveaways at at the Marina branch. I'm assuming you're going to have that also from from DK. Oh yes, we did. We did giveaways on the. We're going to do it again on the twentieth. Yes, lots of great giveaways for sure. We, you know, libraries. We love to give stuff away. We love giving stuff to kids and adults sometimes. Yeah, yeah, adults. You can oh, go and take right. stuff there all the time. You just have to return it after a certain time. Like exactly. Was it two weeks? Yeah. Two weeks? Two weeks? Three weeks? What are you talking about? <laughs> three weeks. Yeah. Three and weeks. You know what, and one of the greatest things here is that we do not charge kids any fines. No, never, yeah. ever. That's we're not, awesome. You know, no we are calls. not asking them. We're not saying it's okay to return things late. We're just saying we will forgive you if you return them late. We won't charge you any money. Yeah, yeah. And, we and, want them to keep coming back. 
<laughs> yeah, and, ser- and seriously, that's one of the reasons why on the on the Geek Speak show we do have a weekly feature called the Book Club, where we you know we don't review books, we just talk about books, the ones that we're reading or we read, and I why you it. guys should be reading it also. I've always nice. always say go to the library because many people think Joel, many people think all that, the hot chicks are at the library. What are you talking? No, about? they don't think that. But what <laughs> that's they think right. is that hot, wait, not just hot, but smart. When you go to the library, they th- they just think, oh, they're just old books. No, you've got the Game of Thrones books are there, the uh, Ready Player One book, all the modern books, the new books, they're in there also. So you don't That's have right. to go out and buy them. You can just borrow them from the library. Yeah, you got fiction, exactly. reference, you know, we got it nonfiction. All. Yeah. And all so, those big, incredible, fancy books that you don't want to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on, you can get it at the library. And students, students, think of all the money students save. Exactly. Check out at the library. That's right. a good point. Raise the roof. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. So, uh, I love that you have a book. That you have a book program too. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. We, like I said, we, we talk about books that we read, and sometimes we get to talk to the writers. The, the writers come ah! out and talk about the books even. Nice. Uh, so we're talking to Nicole Germain. She's from the San Francisco Public Library, the Portola branch manager, and the children's librarian. Again. Star Wars D- DK Legos will be there. The summer reading tour will be there September 20th, which is next Friday as we record this at 3.30 p.m. Be there. Nicole, let's talk a little bit about you. What's your social security number? No, no let's go back. Uh, <laughs> you already mentioned that, you know, like me, you saw Star Wars, the original Star Wars in the theater. Uh, the, were you here in San Francisco, first of all, when you saw it? I was back east. When I when I first saw my very first Star Wars movie, I grew up in New Jersey, so I saw my first Star Wars movie on the big screen there. Yeah, I mean, I was I was like, was I was here in San Francisco at the Coronet Theater. It became tradition to watch it there after a while. Um, oh, that's great! Nice. But, and I remember sitting through the trilogy too, the marathon. You know, Star Wars, Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back. Oh yeah. The oh, perfect yeah. person to ask them, besides our Rachel. So let me ask you, <laughs> we know there's a episode seven coming out, the new one's coming out. What's your thought on all that, all the new, going to Disney and the new episodes coming out? I don't know how I feel about that. I'm a little on the fence. I'm a little old school, to tell you the truth. <laughs> I'm, huh. I'm glad Star Wars is still happening. I mean, what do you think, Rachel? How do you feel about all this? Wait, I'm See, turning I, the tables I on you. I had the same reaction. <laughs> where I, was, I was kind of, like, frustrated, and I don't, I don't like mixing genres, and I don't want anyone to yeah! mess up my Star Wars, you know, but... Exactly! It's, yeah, we it's do like... have new movies, and um, I have to tell you, when we got Abrams, J.J. Abrams as a director, I relaxed a whole lot, so I'm okay, really so excited it's going to be now. okay? Okay, yes. good. So you, good. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that, because we don't want them in the wrong hands. We don't want the... the I know! No mouse ears on my R2-D2 thank you very much <laughs> that's not guaranteed yet well, I mean, you had already kind of had mickey mouse ears or stick out and everything ah. <laughs> <laughs> look at it she's on my side now henry watch out we're 900 years old <laughs> never mind oh, yeah. Yeah. well i mean i said on the show before when when, when the jg announcement was made uh, i was happy to until I saw Star Trek Into Darkness, and now I realize, oh, well, he does copy some things now, obviously, so I'm just hoping it's not a rehash of Empire Strikes Back. or some. I don't want to see stuff that we've seen already, just put a modern twist on it. You know, I know imitation is the highest form of flattery, but let's not rehash everything. Let's come up with some new ideas and new stuff. Come on, people. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I agree. I will say, though, I, I do like the fact that we are going to see... Han, Luke, and Leia again, even if they're just the other statesmen, but at least, you know, they're, they're going to be there, and it is a continuation of their story. Um, and that right. is good. I'm now, glad that. Now, but this... how come they're saying it's rumored? I noticed on IMDb they're saying it's rumored that uh, Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill... And no, all three have Rumors? signed. Rumors? That makes no sense to me. No, they, they yeah, have no, signed. No, they, they're confirmed. They're definitely Okay. 
I'm glad to hear um, that. The only rumors, and we talked about this at the beginning of the show, um, yeah. the only rumors are who's there. It's going to be the kids. It's going to be this. Nobody knows yet until we actually get the first trailer. That's when we'll exactly. know. Ah, got it. When are we going to get that first trailer? Probably. If it comes out in, in May of 2015, we'll probably get the trailer the okay. first week of May 2015 because it's JJ. That's how he works. Uh-huh. Well, with with the last the prequels, they did it a year before. So right. they like to build up yeah. that suspense. Yeah. Segment. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah you gotta sell the toys, you know? You gotta sell those Legos. Speaking Dude, of toys I and Legos, uh, Nicole, you mentioned also that you, you your brother at least used to play it with Legos. Uh Joe was actually talking right before we started with you. He 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 loves Legos. He got really technical with it. What, what were you talking about? The Three flats make a make a solid. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, no, but he was saying <laughs> you should come over and play with our Legos. We got a lot. And you'd be like, come on down. Who took all the wheels? Who took all the wheels? I'm no, like, but, uh, and but he, was, <laughs> he actually brought up a good point. He was saying that that today, you know, he can't he can't really play with Legos because you're kind of forced to build just yeah, the, the Star Wars ones and then Jaguars or whatever it is. Uh, he he likes the old school. That's the plain, you no know, blue block, red block, whatever Legos. Um, we they, got them. Yeah, we got them. Yeah, like I like the we big sets. Trade. You know, because it allows you to be more creative as a kid. Exactly. You can do whatever you want. And to tell you, and quite, and actually, let me clarify what kind of Legos we got going on at all the branches. They're all just, they're all your basic Legos. Okay, so no connects. just create what I, and I never force anyone to, you know, you're creating. You need freedom. You need a freedom to create. So I just let the kids do whatever they want. You know, if they want the challenge of, of creating a, you know, some kind of starship, go for it. If not, no, let your imagination go wild. That's what the library is all about. Oh, yeah. there you go. There's a good pitch for the library. <laughs> Let your exactly. imagination go wild. Actually, that should yeah, be on your posters. Let your imagination Seriously. go wild. And, you know, and it really, that's right. And, you know, and it really brings kids together. You know, and I, I like the fact, you know, I'm not an anti-computer game. I'm not anti-computer, anti-video game, whatever. But the thing I love about the Legos is it really brings the kids together and they work together and they have to and they love it. And they, it's like you can bring all these different ages together to create and enjoy we used to get so competitive when I was a kid with like Legos, yeah. and we'd like make uh, we'd make like you know something that's indestructible, and then we would like yeah. ra- ram each other's things into each other. Who can oh stack the higher? Inappropriate, but, nice. <laughs> but then like see like which one would break. See that that yeah. brought you together in a way, right? The competitiveness. Well, we were, I grew up with a lot of boys. Got yeah. it. Me too. I'm the only girl in my generation. So oh, again, next family. Friday, September 20th, Star Wars, Lego Star Wars Summer Reading Tour lands at the Portola Branch in San Francisco, 3.30 p.m. to how long does it go, Nicole? You know, I like it. It's technically just an hour and a half, but I go for at least, as long as the kids want to play, at least two hours. We'll say two hours. Okay, so it's there. Okay, and, we're on. and again, you guys can check our guest link section. I have the schedule on there. Besides the Portola branches, going to other branches here in San Francisco all through the months of September. So check it out there. Go out there. Go to all of them. Go to one of them. Go to as many as you can. Have fun out there. Nicole, I will probably see you the next Friday. I'll be there with my kids like I was last Friday. Also, be sure to say hello. And I want to throw in one more Lego in p- bit of information. Every second Wednesday of the month, we have Lego free play here. What? Yeah. yeah. So come on down every second Wednesday of the month at 3.30, 3.30 to 5. Play with these Legos. And like I said, let your imagination go wild. Could Who we said say, libraries aren't fun? Could we say <laughs> Lego to the library? <laughs> Lego Lego. Yippee. Trademark Perfect. that, Joel Yeah. So. <laughs> 
Again, Nicole Jermaine, thanks a lot for coming on. We, Like I said, we'll see you there on Friday for Lego Star Wars Summer Reading Tour. My pleasure. I look forward to meeting you. This is Brett Culp, producer, director of Legends of the Night, and you are listening to the Geek Speak Show. Thank you, Brett Culp. Yeah, we'll talk about... Whoa, this theme song is crazy. Where are you? <laughs> a certain uh, actor playing the Dark Knight again. Yeah, we'll talk about that later on in the show. But right now, let's talk about TV... I know you haven't because you were stuck on vacation, literally. Uh, Rachel, have you given up all hope or have you been watching Under the Dome? No, I haven't. You haven't been domed up? No, I haven't been watching it. I've been too busy uh, going to L.A. and the beach and doing other summer fun things. There ain't no domes there. You'll have to tell me about it. (laughs) Well, there's two episodes left as we recorded. There's two episodes left before the finale. It has been renewed. Um, so it's coming back next next summer, I'm assuming. Uh, what season are we on? Season one. one. Two. One? First one still? One still? It's, uh, I, I'll say this also. I have read the book finally because um, I, I just got curious. I, I, di- I, did, I didn't lose interest. I did watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, two, episode, two, two episodes ago, like I said, I might as well just watch the whole thing already. But I did go to the library, pick up the, the Under the Dome book and read it. it it's kind of like The Walking Dead. Not, uh, not everything that's in the book is in the, the show. And vice versa. Mm-hmm. So there's characters in the, in the in the show that aren't in the book. A lot of things happen in the book that don't happen in the uh, in the TV show. Like everybody who's read Under the Dome, no spoiler. When you see the cow, that's one of the you know the iconic images from the pilot. When you see the cow split in half, it was actually supposed to. It's a it's a woodchuck in the book, but I guess you know a little woodchuck wouldn't do the same thing. They don't have the same Not effect the as same a cow. Effect. You got me thinking about Uncle Joey now from Full House. That's revolution, actually. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, the the TV show under the under the dome it started okay I mean you watched a couple of them Rachel they, it started yeah. okay but then it, and I understand it's a TV show you have to do that it, it's too much into character development and, and, and it's a lot it's a lot of yo yo it's yeah with the with the junior character he's crazy then he's not crazy or he is crazy and I was actually part of the uh, they found the mini dome and they think the Joe and his sister and the other girl I forget her name they think that that somehow control it picked them. Because they're the only ones that are getting the blackouts and seeing the pink stars. Turns out Junior actually saw the pink stars way before the dome came down. I saw some pink stars. So now they think that that was a parade actually here in San Francisco. Wow. But they think <laughs> that um, they, somehow they're going to control the, the the dome. But but then they go and touch it. Nothing happens. And now the dome's getting mad at them. It's, got, it's a little bit like Lost also. So it's got a little bit of all of that. Man, why do people like go crazy whenever there's like a... Them. And now there's a, there's, a, there's a villain, female villain that's supposedly even more badass than even big jim rennie uh, and she's has a tie to barbie's history also so there's all that going on no spoilers remember uh yeah. no i mean <laughs> it, it gets it gets big ratings so obviously people are watching it so i'm not really spoiling right. anything uh so again two episodes to go before the finale and then little break until it is september that means fall premieres are coming hell yeah hell yeah Hell yeah. uh, I'm a lot so of, excited. A lot of shows are returning and new shows are premiering. One on Fox, Sleepy Hollow, comes uh, September next week, I think. September 15th. <laughs> it's a modern, Joel's actually. Modern that. retelling of Sleepy oh, Hollow. Sleepy. That's <laughs> 9 o'clock on Fox. Um, Don't lose your head. Marvel's doing a little TV show on, on ABC Tuesdays <laughs> at 8 o'clock. Something about S.H.I.E.L.D. 
Dude. Oh, Wait, does that have to do something with Captain America? I don't know. Cause are, are, oh, not they, that are, shield? are they going to show superheroes in that or is it just she- Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Well, I don't know. I guess we're going to have to ask Jeff Loeb. There's a little tease. Yeah, he'll come on and tease us a little bit before it comes out. If you could get some Moon Knight, some Moon Knight would be pretty cool. Your show, speaking of, that's the one where Uncle Jesse is. Revolution. Remember, everybody, it's still moved. Going. <laughs> it moved. It's not on the. When was it? Mondays? It was Mondays originally, yeah. yeah. It yeah now. It's actually a good time. It's on Wednesdays right after the middle and before one of the biggest shows, Modern Family. So it goes right in there. Uh, comes back on uh, September 24th at 8 o'clock on NBC. Uh, who else is coming back? The Big Bang Theory. I know a lot of people tell me, you guys got to watch it. You got to watch it because I've watched it. I just don't get it. I mean, me neither, dude. It's just no, like they just that throw is my favorite show. How do you not get it? You're, because you it reminds me a lot. It. No, it remind, oh, no, I'm not. It reminds me a lot of, uh, what's that store? in the mall's hot topic or whatever <laughs> so it's, it's a store it's a store for the fake geeks you got you got stuff out there just because it's cool look everybody's talking about it but you have no clue what the hell it is and i know because i've asked some people at hot topic do you have the this or this this oh uh, what is that yeah thought so same thing with this they're just throwing out references they're just having george takei and, and rachel Warren looks pretty mad right now <laughs> because <laughs> yes if you guys could see my face i am not amused by this at all i love it laugh. i think it's brilliant it's my favorite so whatever you don't have to watch it then so you see why we have to do the video show you guys so you can see your face <laughs> um but no yeah i just I've, she looks pretty good guys no no and and honestly i mean we we joke about it but i've talked to a lot of people uh, who are real geeks you know they they can tell you what the corellian stripe and all that stuff they know they live this stuff they don't get it either so apparently no, it's not no, just that me that is not true just let her defend you herself don't get it no. no, I said a lot of people <laughs> I, don't get I it. I am part of that real geek, and I get it, and I think it's amazing. Well, we'll so. see how much of a real geek you are, because we are coming up to Star Wars. I'm about to reveal, unveil to you guys how much of a Star Wars fan I really am. So we'll we'll, we'll do that, Rachel. That'll be a fun show between you and we I. We need lightsabers clashing in the background right now. You thought the Rod and the, and the Drea, when they came on <laughs> to do Star Trek Star Wars, was fun? Wait till you guys hear this one. But that's... Not till 2015, so you got plenty of time to prepare for that. Open that. Um, can of so those words. are those are the shows that we are interested in. The rest are just comedies or just the drama shows. What about Walking Dead? When does Walking Dead come back? Is that October? October 14th. Oh, hello, Ooh. it's on my calendar, of course. See, <laughs> See? you oh, have to mention that one. Oh, look at him jump at that one. I had to mention that one. Mm-hmm. AMC is The Walking Dead. Yeah, of course. That one Once Upon back. a Time yeah. comes back too, actually. We and so does into, one. Yeah, I'm once looking upon for that one, actually. I was looking for the spinoff, actually, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, but I don't see it on here. Do you know when that's coming back? Mm. No, but I did. I've seen the commercial. Comes so back once upon know, a time, dude. Yeah, I know that's on there too. We'll we'll have to get that for you guys for sure. Yes, uh, you got me thinking. Yeah, we're gonna TV have to get shows. somebody on here so you get you, Rachel. You can talk to them. Um, don't spoil anything unless you really want to. Um, yeah, so that's that's TV. That's what's happening. Um, Game of Thrones isn't coming back till next year, right? Oh my gosh, that's so far away. I fi- well, I finally started watching it. Remember, you got you and Mark Doors when he came on. He 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 spoiled an episode for me. You were kind enough not to. Um, I actually over our break started. It was sitting in my DVR. So I said, "Yeah, nothing else to do. I'll, I'll watch Game of Thrones." Oh, good. Very much into it. I've watched every episode literally like three times. I finished watching and I started over again. <laughs> yeah, you almost have to with some of them. Yeah. Um. So yeah, pretty good. Uh, what else is there? I have something else under oh I have Paranormal Witness that's good on sci-fi that that oh what about Yaya Han show it. remember Yaya Han show it's still going isn't it the, yeah, yeah I, uh, I, I, that's moment. actually another tease for you guys See, I, I talked to her she's actually going to come on maybe next week or in a couple of weeks Heroes and talk of cosplay? to us about that yes there you go um, actually a lot of friends of ours I mean hell duh look, look at the show we do a lot mm. of friends of ours people who have been on the show they're on that show also uh, including uh, well I won't 
I'm getting to spoiler territory there. I actually know what's coming up on the show. It's actually, I kind of like it. Uh, well, before I say something, what did you guys think? Did you watch it, Rachel? Which one? The Heroes of Cosmo? No, no. I feel like maybe, if we, maybe if we just spoil everything and people will be like, hey, this is the show where the geeks spoil everything. <laughs> Yaya Han dresses up as a Death Star in the end and somebody else dresses up as Luke and they blow it up. And Rocky <laughs> wins too. What do you mean by blow it up? <laughs> it explodes. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yes, Joel is back. He's just laughing to himself in the corner now. Okay. I'm not in the corner. Yeah, I'm in so, the closet. What? <laughs> oh, so, yeah, that too. So that's uh, what's happening in TV. That's what's coming up in TV. Let's take a little break. Let's have Pete, Pacing Pete, review Kick-Ass 2, because uh, that one supposedly marks the end of the summer blockbuster season 2013. Honestly, I haven't seen it yet. Have you, either of you seen Kick-Ass 2 yet? No. No. I think it's because Pero we don't to. want it to end or we just want to make that wait for 2015 that much longer. But anyway, here is Pace and Pete reviewing Kick-Ass 2. Watch it? Don't watch it? Let's find out. Please make a note of it. Pace and Pete's movie reviews exclusively on the Geek Speak Show. Hey guys, I'm back this week to talk about Kick-Ass 2. I thought that we had a pretty good successful comic book movie summer. A lot of good movies were out, and I feel like we're going out on a high note with Kick-Ass 2. You know, I loved the first Kick-Ass. I thought it was really entertaining, really good, you know, a lot of blood, guts, gore, everything you could really want. And I thought what was really good about it, too, was these these were three normal people. These weren't just, like, superheroes, or they discovered they have some magical powers or something. These were just three regular people, you know, hit Kick-Ass, Hit-Girl, and Big Daddy. You know, they were, these weren't Bruce Wayne with money and gadgets. This was, these were just ordinary people. And they made it look so much fun. And they were awesome in the process. So when the second one came out, I was very much looking forward to it. Expectations were, I guess, definitely a little higher. Because I I had an idea of what was going on the second time around. Or I, I knew what to expect with the characters, at least. You know, I'd never read the graphic novels, and I didn't know if it was essential to read them. Once again, I really enjoyed uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson and Chloe Grace Mortz, um, their portrayals of Kick-Ass and Hit-Girl. I mean, they were on the mark, on the money. They were awesome. You know, Their dialogue, their dynamic is, is really well. Their chemistry is, is, is so good. And watch it, you know, you wanted to pretty much see them almost in every scene together, especially when they're trained in the beginning. You, you want that to carry over to the rest of the movie and it really does and every scene they do together um it just works and and that was the thing too i, I think about the movie was it wasn't just kick-ass and hit girl all the characters that were involved very much helped carry this movie uh christopher mintz plus i apologize if i'm saying his name wrong also known as to most people as mclovin from Superbad. um he was awesome as the mother of uh so funny um such a crazy ass villain and he's supposed to be a kid so it's cra- it's it's funny and crazy at the same time to see him so vindictive and so pissed off all the time. It's it's you know especially when they tell him he can't do something and they you know you're a kid you can only you can't do anything you can't you can't lead this group you can't you know and so watching him getting pissed off at that and then taking out on everyone taking out taking it out on everyone else was pretty funny to watch. Um, you know, he has this huge beef with Kickass for killing his dad, and so he wants to go after him by any means necessary. And he really, he really, really does. I really, and I, I also really enjoyed Colonel Stars and Stripes. He was really good, played by Jim Carrey, who I thought was really, really good. 
who and I felt he stole the show and every every time he was, you know, in the movie, you know, every time he was in a scene, he stole the scene. And you know, what he did, did a great job. Send an email to mainly because he's a leader of a group called Justice, Justice Forever who are formed after the after they're all inspired by what Kickass and Hit Girl have done, you know. And it's their own little mini Justice League, and they were they were pretty cool, you know. And all the characters were really, really, really good. Um, it, it really makes you keeps you engaged, and you want to see what they're going to do next. And you know, I, I thought it was cool that they don't just fight bad guys and and you know take them to jail and get them, you know, catch them. They were out there, you know, serving to homeless people and and making sure they're taken care of. And I thought that was really cool. You know, they're not just out to fight justice they're really out there to to make a really really cool difference so as in my other movie reviews i'm not going to really give too much away i'm just going to tell you about it so i felt that you know at the end of the movie they they leave it open to you know possibly something more happening and i for one would definitely sign up for a third kick-ass um as i i believe that it would be pretty awesome you know you bring back a lot of the same team to come back and 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 do this and i think i think you definitely have a hit on your hand you know granted it was a different uh director jeff wadlow who took over from uh matthew vaughn but both guys seemed to hit this hit the nail on the head with this movie and i i was very much entertained the entire time and i left the movie feeling pretty good which you should always feel when you leave a a good movie now just in case you haven't seen the first kick-ass like i said i might have you know given a few things away here don't feel like you have to watch it i i highly recommend you watch the first one to um kind of keep you going consistently with kick-ass 2 but i definitely think you can just jump into kick-ass 2 and and watch it and enjoy it it's it's uh they, they really cover everything and take care of everything all in in kick-ass 2 so don't feel like you're missing out on much. And I definitely recommend that you run to this movie as soon as you can, when you can. It was very, very, very entertaining and probably one of the most fun times I've had at the movies this summer. Well, guys, it was fun. It was good to see y'all. If you want to email me, let me know how you felt about the movie yourself. You can find me, pacingpete at thegeekspeakshow.com or find me on Twitter at pacingpete. Well, take it easy. I'll see you at the movies. Are you ready? Here's a Geek Speak Show quickie. So we just heard from Facing Pete a few minutes ago reviewing Kick-Ass 2. Kick-Ass 2 was supposed to be, supposed to mark the end of the summer blockbuster season for 2013. Uh, now either I don't want it to end, or I want to prolong the wait for 2015, or I just didn't have time. Uh, whatever it is, I just haven't seen Kick-Ass 2 yet, but I am very excited, have been since it was announced, uh, along with a lot of you, to watch Riddick. The, follow the adventures of Riddick. I like that character. I love Pitch Black. It was okay with Chronicles of Riddick, but really looking forward to Riddick. It's uh, it, you could almost consider it a Kickstarter project, although it wasn't. This is this is made by us, the fans, asking Vin Diesel plays Riddick and David Tu, the original director, to please give us something that is closer to what we saw in Pitch Black. And they're doing it. So out this Friday in theaters is Riddick, and on to talk about it is, of course, Riddick. Here's Vin Diesel on the Geek Speak Show. Why is like I just mentioned? You know, we we wanted to see you as Riddick, but to you, why, why is the role of Riddick? Why is it so special to you? It was probably my first lead role in, in this industry, and for that reason alone, there's always going to be some kind of special connection. Um. I fell in love with the role on paper 
um, which is such a well-executed character and a true anti-hero. And the design of the story made for a true anti-hero. So I was really excited about that. Um, ultimately, it's been the fans of the franchise that have kind of kept me so loyal to it. And, and, and in your opinion, why do you think Riddick is so special to us, the audience? I think people can identify with Riddick's plight and... That's why they uh, gravitate towards that character or appreciate that character. They can identify with the idea of being prejudged and ruled out and given up on and underestimated. I think those are, are, are feelings that we all have at some point or another. And I think the fact that Riddick is able to overcome those uh, through action is something that people appreciate. And I mentioned at the start, but how did the two films, how did the first two films, Pitch Black and Chronicles, how did they influence Riddick? A lot of people that come out of the movie feel like it's an homage to Pitch Black and yet keeps the question alive, where is Riddick from and where is he going? Talk about the fact that throughout the whole production, you you and David Tui were adamant that this is for us, for the fans. There were people on Facebook saying, if every one of us gave you $10, you could go make the movie yourself. Uh, you have to make this movie. And comments like that made me feel like I had to make it at all costs. Uh, it was, I felt like I had owed it to the fans that have been watching or that have been so loyal to this franchise and re-watching the films over and over again and needed new content. Riddick introduces a new character, somebody that we all know and love from Battlestar Galactica, Katie Sackhoff. Talk about her coming on board. She brings a lot to the role of Doll. She's sexy and formidable in a way that we believe. Um, she does have already a Comic-Con-like following which is cool um but she came in guns blazing to get that role and that's exactly what she did i think she brings a lot to the table i think people are going to be really excited and really happy that she's in the movie and enjoy her role and from the chronicles of riddick Carl Urban is back on board. Talk about having Carl Urban back on board. Carl Urban's so great, and we had such a great time uh, while shooting Chronicles of Riddick in Vancouver. Um, but again, that speaks to um, acknowledging where this mythology is going. So it was very important, and we were very lucky that Carl Urban was able to come up. Last question, not too many spoilers, but give us the reason Riddick is on the planet that he's on. The real reason why Riddick is on this planet is because he is searching for home and realizes that his stay as a necromonger king can end well multiple assassination attempts and what have you. Uh, and he's somewhat duped to be left on this island, that's this planet that's supposed to be where he's from, 
And in seconds, he realizes it's not Furia. Thanks, Vin. Vin Diesel on the Geek Speak Show talking about Riddick. Riddick opens up all over the country this Friday from Universal Pictures. Rated R. Riddick stars, of course, Vin Diesel, Jordi Mola, Katie Sackoff, David Bautista, Bokeem Woodbine, and directed by David Tui, who directed the original Pitch Black. This is the Geek Speak Show Book Club. Sci-fi, fantasy, horror, graphic novels, biographies. You'll hear them here on the Geek Speak Show Book Club. You will. Stop dancing, Joe. I don't like we're, when you do that. We're at the My Lord. wine shop right now. My Lord. Ye old book. Uh, so, well, who wants to go first with book club? I'll go first because I'm going to mess it up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this time with the book club, since it's, you know, the big talk about is, I mean, the big talk out right now is uh, Ben Affleck as Batman and the whole Batman Superman thing. So I want to bring up one of the earliest times when Batman fought Superman in Earth 31, and if you're thinking what I'm thinking, yeah, you're right. Batman, The Dark Knight Returns by Frank Miller and Klaus Janssen. And uh, this one was, you know, in the 80s. It's a little wordy, I'll tell you that, because, uh, you know, Frank Miller likes to talk, talk, talk. Because he t- had to read it all? <laughs> yeah. It took me a while to read it. It took me a couple sittings on the toilet to read this one. <laughs> but uh, Oh, my God. Hey, it's the throne, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, anyways, yeah. The real Game of Thrones. Yeah, the real yeah, the real Game of Thrones is the toilet. <laughs> oh, if you guys could see me right now, I'm holding my head. It has nothing to do with <laughs> the Dark Knight Returns, but the Dark Knight Returns is one holding of those. Holding your nose would be yeah. more appropriate, but hey, go ahead. <laughs> there you go. It's one of those classic ones where, you know, it's like 55, it's it's Old Man Batman, just like Old Man Logan, but this is the more original one because it was, you know, in the 80s and... Frank Miller writes about Batman when he's 55 years old and he kind of retired, but then, you know, Gotham City's going crazy, the Joker's in prison, but he when he, hear, when he hears about, you know, Batman coming back, Joker's like, I need to come back, two faces back, and he's a little, he's a little crazy to himself, and then, um, 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 what, is, what else is there? There's the, the Band of Mutants, and Batman pretty much comes back, takes over Gotham City. But then the real story, I think, is when Batman and Superman kind of clash and, you know, Superman at this time in the future works for the government and Batman has to fight Superman because the government doesn't like Batman, apparently, because vigilantes don't go by the, they don't follow the law. They never like them. What are you talking about? And oh yeah, Oliver Queen's in this one and he helps Batman. Oliver Queen's missing an arm and helps Batman take out Superman a little bit. Batman apparently dies. I, I think I'm spoiling the thing. Alfred. Wow, I feel like I don't need to read yeah. it anymore. I can just listen to you. Yeah, you can actually watch the... Uh, they made a uh, DC animated version of this, too, in two DVDs because DC likes to stretch things out. and get Because it's two sittings worth, is yeah, that why? We want to get 1999 for the first one and 1999 for the second one. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, really, it's a, it's a classic, classic Batman story. If you're into alternative, alternate futures and timelines, Batman The Dark Knight Returns by Joel Giappetana. And Frank Miller. Okay. Speaking of <laughs> timelines, uh, yeah, mine's not going to be that long, but mine does tie into hey. what we were talking about today. <laughs> um, and it is the Lego Star Wars Visual Dictionary. Um, of course, DK, um, which I may have brought this up before, but since how we were talking about that earlier, this seriously still is the best one um, because what you can do is go through and see all of the different collections, what number they are, what characters you get with them, um, exclusives, everything, um, all the way up until the time that it was published, of course. 
When? And that way you can like start checking off all the ones that you have so you can complete your collection. That's a four by two flat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What were you saying earlier about the brick separator that and yeah, none of us knew what it was when we got it? It looks like a staircase kind of, but it's about yeah. leverage, you know? And but uh, yes. three flats make a solid, by the way. <laughs> the visual dictionary you have to have. If Seriously, if you've never looked at it, if you go to the bookstore <laughs> and open it up, you're you're going to walk out with it. So get that one. Hey, Lego my Lego. Well, after you pay for it, don't just say you're going to walk out with it. <laughs> well, of course. We don't advocate shoplifting on the Geek Speak show. Uh, so, my book, um, <laughs> speaking of uh, Batman and uh, Ben Affleck playing Batman. I like how you pronounce his name. Ben Affleck. I know. It sounds like, like a pill. Ben Affleck. <laughs> ben Affleck, I said. Benifer. Uh, what? By Brian Coney. Yeah, he's actually on a couple a couple years ago, actually. You guys can go to the archive section. It's on there. When this book first came out, it's called Why Does Batman Carry Shark Repellent? It's actually more of a comic book trivia book, uh, but it focuses on Batman, the TV show, the comic books, and it's got some pretty cool facts in there and presented in a fun way. And on a rainy day, when you have nothing to do, you can open it up, start asking questions, and see who knows the most about comic books. So again, it's called Why Does Batman Carry Shark Repellent by Brian Cronin. That is my book. It's got some things in here from Mark Miller, Dave Gibbons, Jeff Johns, and a whole lot more. Instead, we're including somebody who's over here to my right and says, what? Excelsior. Stan Lee's in that book? Not literally, but yeah, he's he's he quoted talk, in there. He talks about Batman? Uh, so th- those are the books. And speaking of, we've been dodging the big... Mm, mm, dark mm. blue mm-hmm. elephant in the room we've talked about star wars rumors uh the last time we did a live show which was like a couple months ago right after comic-con the big announcement of course was age of ultron but the the second biggest announcement was from dc from Zack snyder man of steel sequel batman oh, yeah. versus superman and everybody got excited but then after they calmed down the question the obvious question who's gonna be batman it's not gonna be christian bale because he said Amateurs. No, not it's they, been ruining my psyche. He doesn't. He, <laughs> they offered him a lot of money, and he's not. He's just not going to do it. But during our break, you know, the world doesn't stop just because we're on vacation. It was announced who it's going to be, and it is Ben Affleck. Yes, that Ben, ben Affleck, Affleck, who's behind me in the Pearl Harbor poster from Armageddon. Yeah, from, yeah, yeah. He played Daredevil. We know. Come Armageddon. <laughs> wow, throwback. Now, before I say anything else, I let both of you go first. What was your reaction when you first heard about Ben Affleck as a uh, Batman? I thought to myself, he's a cheap actor, and he he likes Batman. He likes comic books. He'll do a good job. But but seriously, <laughs> but wait, I mean, you're talking about your last date. I'm talking about what you uh, think of Ben Affleck. I mean, as long as Matt Damon comes along as as Aquaman or something, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm happy. I and this is why Joe doesn't do movies. <laughs> What? Yeah, no. I said I did the scrunch face. Like, what? why? I mean, because they were looking for an older Batman, right? Because how old is he now? He's like forty. Is he older than Christian Bale? Actually, no. Actually, I think he's a little younger than Christian Bale. I mean, he's a little laid back. I mean, we're all curious to hear what his. Well, I mean, bat- in the beginning, when it, when it was first announced that they were looking for an older Batman, yeah. the, the name that was bandied about was Here, John Hamm, and he would have been here's perfect. The thing, though. Oh, like I, know. I can I can see him doing a good job with it. Like I can see us liking the movie. Like you know what, mm-hmm. that's on point. Whatever. But I just don't like it when you get used to like one actor as a character, and then you got to switch it up again, which I know it always happens. <laughs> but Andrew I'm Garfield. always, yeah, I'm always like Fargo was an alright movie. Well, like I always think of it like uh, whenever they change the the actor for a movie, you just think I think of it as like whenever they hire a new artist to draw a comic book. It's like 
the character looks different, but it's still the same character. You know, like it's we're not there for the actor; we're there for Batman anyway. So they could have hired anybody, and we're still gonna watch the movie because it's Batman, dude. And on that is point true. is where I'll jump in. See, because when, when I first heard about this, my reaction was not. No, not Ben Affleck. You no, ruined my, no, no, ben Affleck, my no. mine was. I'm gonna hold judgment until I actually see the movie. Yeah, because you know it was in the Christopher Nolan movies. Anyone can be the Batman. That's that's true. Anyone can. But how will Ben Affleck play Bruce Wayne? That's the important part. Yeah. How is, and now that we've seen him, how will Ben Affleck, the actor, how will we? How will he fit alongside Henry Cavill as as Clark Kent and as uh, as Superman? You know what? I I'll admit it. I I still haven't seen Man of Steel, so well, good because it's coming out on Blu-ray pretty soon. I know. I felt like I missed my opportunity, and now it's just like I'll just, I'll just wait for the movie. Now to it's out. gone. No, and 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 seriously, it's the is the kind of questions that I started asking when when the announcement started coming out for uh, Chris Evans is going to be Steve Rogers and you know, Chris Hemsworth as as uh, yeah. as Thor. The first question I thought was, okay, well, how are these two going to measure up against our DJ and mm-hmm. Joss Whedon showed us in Avengers? Just fine. Yeah. Everybody was just fine. So, and again, you know, I'm not saying it's the same thing, but the guy behind me, why so serious? <laughs> Heath Ledger, there was a lot of reaction like this. Don't say yeah, no, you yeah. all. We're, we're, we're saying it all. So there was a lot of reaction. Heath Ledger, the guy from... First Night? <laughs> I mean, A Night's Tale? A Night's Tale. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I love that movie. But now... William! You know, an Oscar <laughs> win later... You can't think of anybody else but Heath Ledger's portrayal as a Joker. So yeah, that's true. Will it be the same thing? I don't know because because really it's it's not the actor that makes yeah. the role. He he plays a little part, but it's it's the writer. However, they yeah. write the paper. I mean, Hayden Christensen has been phenomenal in all the movies I've seen in that. And I just watched episode three literally last night, and see, watching it again, I was like, what is this? Because yeah. I was excited about it, but Ewan McGregor, um, Hayden Christensen, wooden. The whole thing, no emotion, no nothing. Are we gonna go back to Star Wars talk? No, that, that's I do the, want to say yeah. something about that. <laughs> no, that was that was a perfect example. It, it's it's the writer. It's it's Star Wars. We're excited about it. Yeah. Same thing here. It's Batman. It's Superman. It's the first time a, a two DC ca- characters are gonna interact on screen ever. Right. Yep. But it, well, it, if, it you depend, watch, uh, if you watch, if you watch the writer directing, in Arrow, there's some DC characters who intermingle with each other. But they don't call them that because yeah. legally they're not allowed to. But this Ew. time it, it's straight on. It's Batman and Superman. They're going against each other. They're going to team up or whatever's going to happen. So no matter what, it, no matter, it could have been Joel Japatana as Batman. People are going to show up because it's people the first would, time yeah. of, two DC characters aren't going to be on screen. Of course people would watch yeah, me as yeah. Batman. <laughs> so that was my reaction. But I will say this. Just like I'm banning episode seven rumors on the show. No one here say Batfleck. That's the dumbest thing. It, it sounds like <laughs> oh something my God, you would. Do not say that. It's something like you would you, you would find in your windshield if if you park too close to the Batcave. <laughs> hey, there's a lot of Batflecks on my windshield. So don't don't start saying. We, well, I was gonna I, say something, but I'm gonna just take it back now. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, here's a toilet <laughs> yeah, paper. Wipe totally. the Batfleck off your mouth. <laughs> so uh, that's our reactions. Just I, I haven't. You know, I, I don't did, really I, get I what you guys are thinking. Like, the, like, are you happy with it? You care? Don't care? Man, you'll wait till 2015 or what? I just want the movie to come out, and I'm, I'm more curious about how Batman's costume is gonna look like more than I am about Ben Affleck. You know, but that's just me. Because I always wonder to myself, are they gonna show the gray, the gray and blue Batman, or are they gonna just keep it going with the black Batman? Well, it has to be gray because it's an older Batman. You guys said it in the beginning. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> If, it, if they want to make it more, de- it. if they want to make it more uh, DC-ish, you know, do uh, like the gray, the gray yeah. and black or I'm, dark blue. I'm reserving ha. judgment. I was just saying when I first heard it, I was kind of like, what? But yeah, and, and, you know, not that we are gay, the uh, end all of uh, geek culture, but 
everybody just calm down and hold on till we actually see the thing here. If it's a big, like the quote from Jurassic Park, if it's a big steaming pile of turd doo doo, and go ahead and, you know, make sure you wash your hands before you eat something. So go ahead and talk about it then after you see the thing. So, uh, so that's the show. Yes, we are back. Yes, Joel is back in all his glory. I guess. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, glory. <laughs> so let me tell you what's coming up next week. We are going to, they've been on before also, but uh, we're going to talk to the Winter Twins. They are, there. they were 12 when they wrote their first, uh, the first sci-fi novel. Pretty cool. Actually, I have it back here in the, in the uh, shelf somewhere. Ooh. The Strand Prophecy. They've written a lot more books since then. And actually the, the Winter Twins secret method of writing is actually adopted and taught in a lot of schools. So we'll talk about that with them. Joe Field, friend of the show. Hey, uh, it's coming up. Oh, that reminds me. See, I almost forgot. I'm glad I mentioned his name. I almost, almost forgot. Those of you who have been to the website, and, and you are because you're listening to the show right there, look over to the left as you're looking at that little computer. Scroll down a little. You'll see a big announcement that says, these are the official shops, comic book shops of the Geek Speak show. Honored to announce them. Here they are. Somebody give me a drum roll. There you go. Um, that's all we have in our budget. Um <laughs> Flying Colors Comics, of course, is a big <laughs> duh. You, we always do a lot of stuff with them. So they're our official store. Uh, Lee's Comics, both locations, San Mateo and the one in Mountain View, they're one of ours. Coastside Comics in Pacifica, of course, is one of our official shops. And right here in our hometown of San Fran Frico, Mission Comics and Art, literally right down the street here from where the studio is. So I'll stop by there later. You're, you're, we'll, we'll mention them on the show a lot. Jessica will mention them on her comics commentary. And we're gonna, you're going to start seeing us do a lot of events with those shops. Here's one mm, coming up mm, uh, Saturday, mm. September 14th, going back to Flying Colors again. And keeping with, uh, I guess, as a tradition now, this guy over here, Stan Lee. Who's I guess that? your last name has to be <laughs> Lee to be there. The other Lee, Jim Lee, is going to be there on Saturday, September 14th. And Joe oh. asked me, well, Joe will come back next week and we'll talk about it. But I'll, I'll, I'll preview, preview it to you guys now. We're going to do an interview before the store opens for you guys to get your autographs and everything. We're going to do a one-on-one interview with Jim Lee. We're going to talk about his career, oh, how yeah. he sees comics, the movies, things. Maybe we'll talk Bat... bat, uh, bat see, I almost said it. Ben <laughs> Affleck as, bat, as Batman. Uh, we'll, we'll talk all those ben things. Man. <laughs> no. I prefer Batfleck to Ben Man. <laughs> um, so we'll he talk about that with Jim Lee. Be on the lookout for that. It'll go up on our YouTube page on the Flying Colors page. And coming up, also we got, like I said, I mentioned earlier, Yaya Han may come on, and we'll talk Heroes of Cosplay, her calendar, her new calendar for her 2014 calendar, and a lot of th- a lot of other things that she got, she's got coming up, and a lot of other people will be coming on the show. I think there is a certain Marvel movie coming in uh, not too in the fall, ooh, ooh, uh, uh, something uh, about darkness yay. or dark world or something like that. So it's not what you're somebody that, somebody that <laughs> Rachel likes, we'll put it that way, oh, may oh, come on the show. Oh. Yeah. Um, did you hear about James Spader being casted as Ultron, by the way? Yes. But but more than that, why do you guys keep saying casted? I see it all in blogs everywhere. It's not casted, it's cast. Cast. Well, because it was it was it was oh yeah. And this from the English major too. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. I can make up words if I want to. I, I went to school, I did my time. <laughs> yeah. So as we say every single week, well, we haven't said it all last month, but as we always say, come on back next week. We will speak more Klingon. Thank you, too. Henry and the gang will return next week with an all new episode. The Geek Speak show is powered by GeekTyrant.com, MightyBill.com, Ramasscreen.com, Zergnet.com, and Collider.com. 
Make sure you're subscribed on iTunes. Follow them on Twitter at GeekSpeakShow1. Become a fan on Facebook and watch event coverage on YouTube slash GeekSpeak videos. See you next week. Cheerio. The GeekSpeak Show.